What's your name? Uh, Bryce Gordon. Um, your career title? Uh, I'm a graduate intern athletic trainer. And your place of employment? Uh, as a specific university. And what are the steps, or what are the um, education requirements that you took to get to where you are today? Um, <coughs> well, I, so I, w I went to, so at APU there's like the Master of Science in Athletic Training program, so it's like a master's course. But uh, when I was in, I actually went to an undergrad, it was Concordia Irvine that had like an undergraduate athletic training program. So it's like the same, kind of the same deal, but you don't get a master's degree, you get a bachelor's degree. Um, <clears throat> and it's like a four year, well, technically three and a half year program. And so when I, so I graduated and finished my undergraduate career and got like my college diploma. And then I, I was a, I had fulfilled the requirements to sit for the board of certification exam. Uh, right after that. So I was technically certified before I graduated college. Oh, that's cool. Like a month before. Um, uh, and so, yeah, and so at that point, I mean, once you pass the BOC, then you're a certified athletic trainer, and you can kind of go from there. That's cool. Um, have you ever worked in this field before, APU? Uh, yeah, so I'd work, <clears throat> there's like a, it's kind of like a contract athletic training company um, called uh, Game Day Athletic Training, and so I kind of do so it's the same kind of concept, but instead of working with a specific institution or university, high school, whatever, mm -hmm. there's basically, it's kind of more tailored towards, honestly, a lot of club sports. Mm -hmm. You know, so when they have those huge club soccer tournaments, for example, then they will generally kind of contact game day athletic training for five athletic trainers, let's say, for a weekend worth of tournaments, and then you just kind of show up and you do the same kind of thing that we would do for a track and field here or for soccer, but it's just with... A bunch of different age groups and different sports and for all these tournaments. So. That's cool. Um, do you have any future goals going in with your job? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would like to uh, obviously complete my uh, graduate internship and get my master's degree and get a full-time athletic training position. Um, uh, probably working with, I like working track and field a lot. Um, I enjoy soccer, uh, basketball, I'm a big basketball guy, so I like being able to do basketball. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, kind of somewhere around, somewhere along the lines of those sports, volleyball too, because I played volleyball myself in college. Um, but then ultimately, I would kind of like to make a shift into athletic directing. That'd be like down the road. Like obviously, I want to do athletic training for as long as I can. But eventually, it'd be nice to sort of make that shift into athletic administration for like a pretty you know, high level, like university level. That's cool. Um, do you have any advice for me or any other person involved in kinesiology pursuing your career? Um, well, do you know what kind of career you're looking? Are you trying to get into athletic training? Athletic or training, PT? Or PT. Oh, athletic training or PT. Okay. Um, uh, I guess it would be just to. I mean, especially here at APU, with like the resources that are available to you as well. I think just kind of really take the time to. All of, like the observation opportunities that you get, like take advantage of them, you know, because I know they've got the the cadaver lab here and they have a bunch of cool stuff that I didn't even have um, in my undergrad. And so those are all just sort of tools and resources that you'll be able to use in order to just gain like that much more understanding. But the tough part about it is, is it, it's I feel like kinesiology in general is one of those, you can't be like good at kinesiology by just reading a textbook, you know, you have yeah. to be to really kind of do things and you need to be around it and so obviously being you know on track and field would help and so I would say just kind of like if you're already in the athletic training room anyway getting stuff done you might as well just kind of 
talk to your athletic trainer like oh what are you doing like why is so this is the problem and why are you choosing to do this you know in order to kind of deal with it just because seeing it in practice will honestly make things easier uh, on the classroom side so like when my undergrad when I was doing um like the stuff that I would kind of learn in class Uh I could actually apply like in the clinic when I was doing uh when I was doing my clinical hours and stuff like that and vice versa I would see something you know when I was working a softball game and then I would come into class and I'm like oh yeah I've seen this actually makes sense this is why this happens and oh you can kind of correlate yeah you correlate everything and then it makes it just makes you it helps you understand things better because it's not like you're just like okay well the textbook on page 35 (laughs) so that's why you know it's like oh well this motion kind of leads to this and can cause this kind of issue and that you can apply that to what you're doing that's cool um what part of your career do you enjoy the most um, being able to interact with like a variety of different athletes, I think it's cool. Um, especially when you when you work in like the university setting and you get so obviously you're assigned your yeah. teams, you know. So I have like soccer and softball mm-hmm. right now. Um, but it's cool just being able to see the the whole like gamut of different athletes, you know, just because obviously track and field athletes are gonna you're gonna have like different attitudes and different body types yeah. as compared to like football players. But it's just cool seeing all different athletes of different shape sizes and stuff like that and mm-hmm. how their bodies work and how they run and how they how they train and how they recover and all that kind of stuff i just sort of like being i was an athlete my whole life so it's just yeah. cool being able to see all the different like just what athleticism looks like for different sports and being able to be around it and interact with people and that's it. that's cool what do you think is the hardest part of your craft what, what do you think was the hardest part of your craft your career path of my the hardest part yeah or some of your challenges or obstacles you ran into? Uh, um, I mean, I, I feel like finding a job, I think, is probably a big one, I guess. Yeah. Because you know? it's like, um, <clears throat> I mean, even, even my position now, it kind of was just like, I was working, at, like, right out of college, I was working a different job, and, I mean, you know, I really wasn't really into it, and, it was actually, it was like total God thing. Things just kind of like fell into place a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, I got a phone call and someone recommended me and I was kind of like, oh shoot, yeah, this is what I want to do. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, no, and I've had a couple of buddies who actually did finish like their master's programs uh, at Concordia as well. Or so, well, they were getting different. They were doing my position here, but at Concordia. So they were getting a different master's degree. They were already certified. Um, but then afterwards, they were just, yeah, the big thing was like, yeah, you're going to have to go out of state because it's just, you know, kind of tough to find something in California right now. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of difficult. Um, I don't know, otherwise, in terms of what I do, I think the difficult part is being able to, like, there's a lot of information, you know what I mean? Yeah, just from... In kinesiology in general like there's a lot of information from anatomy to physiology to all of this stuff and you can obviously get it all down for class mm-hmm. but then it can sort of become tough when you are actually working and you're just kind of like oh goodness I actually need to remember all of this stuff and I have to be able to apply it and yeah. I can't even just apply it individually I have to mix it with this other concept and kind of go all around there so just by keeping everything straight and learning how to how to differentiate athletes and injuries and treatments in your own head, but also doing so in a timely manner because you only get, you know, an hour, like an hour and a half of pre-treatment, for example, depending on what's going on. And so you need to be super organized. You need to know what's going on. You can't, you don't have the time to just sort of sit there and 
Think about it. Think about it and yeah. kind of go back and look through your textbook and stuff <laughs> like that. You need to be on top of it. You need to be able to make quick decisions and they need to be right decisions, you know, because, yeah. you know, if you need to get the athlete back on the field, back on the court as quick as possible. So, yeah. That's yeah. a long um, way to answer that. I'm sorry. What, it's okay. What are some, some things that people don't know about your job? Something, um... Or something that you go through personally with your job? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of time, it's like a big time commitment, I think is what a lot of people don't know, I feel like some, sometimes people might kind of look at it and be like, oh yeah, you just kind of hang out on the sideline and watch and give people ice, it's like there's a lot more that goes on than just giving people ice and handing out waters, you know, and so it's just, um, yeah, like on any given, you know, game day or meet day or whatever, it's, I mean, you have to, you're coming in a couple hours early to get everything set up, and then you got excuse me, pre-treatment, and then you're working the whole event itself, and then afterwards, you gotta clean up, and cleaning up is my, is the worst part, I hate cleaning up, like, that's just awful, um, like, cleaning the 10 gallons, terrible, but, um, yeah, so it's just, like, the time commitment, and just exactly what, I mean, a lot of times, people are, like, oh, you're an athletic trainer, so they, they confuse it with a personal trainer, oh. so they're, like, oh, so, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get big, like, what do I do to, to, get big and I'm like okay that's I'm not a personal trainer like I'm an athletic trainer so there's a difference you know and so I guess kind of getting people to understand what a personal trainer does compared to what an athletic trainer does well that makes sense and then um during college um what set of courses did you take for your work of yeah for like yeah. for my my athletic training yeah, yeah so um <clears throat> so it's a lot of similar so like in court, had a kinesis program as well so um, at least the way the undergrad like program was set up, we basically kind of took the same route as like kinesi students. Um, a little bit different from PT students because PT students had to do like chemistry, for example, and bio, and we didn't really have to do that. Um, but otherwise, it's like um, anatomy and physiology. I love anatomy and physiology. Like that's like I it's so I don't know. I took it in high school. I took it in college. Like it's just fun. I just like I just like anatomy. Um, uh, and then uh, what other kinds of courses did we take? There was there's like the more athletic training specific classes that I took, like uh, care and prevention of athletic injury, uh, therapeutic modalities. So all the like the STEM machine and the ultrasound mm-hmm. and just all the stuff out there. It's literally a class where you basically just learn how to use all the stuff in here, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool. And so it's a fun class because you're not same thing. You're not just sitting in the classroom like you would literally go into the athletic training room and get to use the stuff so like this is how the stem machine works and you put pads on your forearm and then your hand starts going around, and <laughs> yeah. so it was kind of cool to figure that out um what other classes did i take there was a therapeutic exercise which is just learning about um, like rehabilitative exercises and stuff um and then there were the athletic training specific courses so it's called like a clinical coursework class mm-hmm. and that's when we kind of went over specific athletic training competencies like ankle taping knowing uh, indications and contraindications for different treatments and how to deal with uh, like infections, wound care, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, did you have um, mentors or like professors that you would reach out to if you needed help during your kinesiology journey? Yeah, um, <clears throat> with the, the director of the athletic training program at Concordia uh, at the time, Cliff Polly, uh, he was a super cool dude. Tennessee guy uh, yeah I worked in Alabama for a while he's a really southern dude but, uh, <laughs> yeah cool guy and so he would um, 
uh, I only had him as a, as a professor like once in my whole career, but um, his office was in the athletic training room, and so I would see him all the time, and he was always uh, someone that I would go to, and he would always kind of check in on me, and we got along well, and um, he kind of understood like my learning style and sort of how I worked, and so when I was getting frustrated with other professors or students or whatever, I, you know, he would kind of talk me down a little bit, and we could work, I could work with him, and then... Uh, uh, Glory Fung, who was the head athletic trainer at Concordia, mm-hmm. um, he was he oversaw kind of everything, you know. But he was he's just a knowledgeable dude. He's been in the field for a long time. He actually worked at APU for a while. That's cool. Um, and so he was someone I could go to. And then I'd say the last one is uh, Ryan Lisk. He's an athletic tra- he's the head athletic trainer at Orange Lutheran mm-hmm. High School mm-hmm. in Orange County. Um, I did my uh, football rotation with him, and so he's a guy that um, he, he even now he kind of checks in with me. He'll shoot me texts like once a month, just sort of seeing like, hey, how are things going? Uh, you know, are you enjoying APU? Uh, all this stuff, and so it's been fun to kind of. It's nice having those people that I can sort of fall back on and uh, ask them all these, you know, different questions. And when certain situations happen, be like, hey, this is kind of how I handled it. You know, what do you think? Or hey, this is something I'm struggling with. Kind of like, how have you ever had this happen? Because they've been in the field for 10, 15, 20 years, so it's nice because they have just a lot of experience, and so it's nice being able to kind of pick their brains about stuff like that. Well, thank you for letting me interview you, Bryce. No problem. Anytime.